the social sticks and build. Yeah, exactly. Uh, virtually everyone in the world has heard of Facebook, and yep. the last time I checked the stats, it was 1.2 billion people on the planet <laughs> had a Facebook page. That's, in a, in a way, a bit of a no-brainer. We don't really have to have a chat about Facebook. You're yeah. either in there or you're not. Exactly. And uh, I, I personally don't find it very, very beneficial for business, but a lot of people do, and a lot of people now are starting to pay for Google. Uh, sorry, pay for Facebook ads. So the whole discussion that you know it's either it's either in your blood or it's not. I personally disagree with the whole idea of Facebook ads, but I know that a lot of people are sometimes spending up to fifty dollars a day. Yeah, I know. On it. Well, this is because and for you, them it's working. You, you can see the difference even yeah. on my own Facebook page. You know, you put a post out and the number of people that it reaches has just dropped massively. So I can yeah. understand Facebook yeah. are now wanting you to charge for these kind of things. So you're right. Let's, let's not too much talk too much about that because we all know Facebook. We're all quite familiar with the concept. So uh, let's get on to your bad boy, Twitter. Yeah, Twitter. Look, I, I don't think I'm ever, ever, ever going to get sick of Twitter. I don't think I'm ever going to get sick of it. It won't last forever. It won't last forever. It was invented in 2006. It's almost 10 years old. Not quite, but it's almost 10 years old. But it's absolutely such a fantastic traffic driver. You know, I know for sure in a product that I was promoting that we got 5,000 hits to the website in 60 days using Twitter. Fact. Awesome. We tracked it on Google Analytics and we were sending traffic there like nobody's business. So that's a free site. Uh, you can use the paid service and it does have a quite a, a good, robust paid version now, but uh, the free version is still pretty pretty funky. So Twitter's worth doing. If you haven't tried it, it's definitely worth trying. And if you are using, please persevere. And if you want to know more about that, I'm on Twitter 24-7, except those very brief hours between about 2 and 4 a.m. where I try and get some sleep. <laughs> <laughs> it's, look, it, doesn't it seem that way sometimes that we just never sleep and eat and do any of the good stuff anymore? There's never enough time in the day. You know, 24 hours is not enough. <laughs> so, um, so Twitter's still rocking. It's still working and it's, it's still worth considering. What, do you, what are your thoughts on the others? Which ones else do you think people need to know about? LinkedIn. LinkedIn is uh, another another big boy that... Well, i tell you a funny thing. Uh, you might not know this. I didn't know this till yesterday. LinkedIn is a, fanta- a foundational site for business networking, yeah? That's right, yes. But one of, one of the very, very good functions around LinkedIn was the fact that if you were in a group with someone you were able to link to them, actually invite them to join you because you were in a group together. Well, LinkedIn's removed that function now, which I'm very annoyed by, because one of the things I dislike about LinkedIn is it's very hard to connect with people that you don't know. Yes, it is. You have to send your email address or something. You have to show evidence. It's very, very clumsy. Mm. But the thing that we know for sure, 300 or more million people are using it for business-related networking. It's very clean. Mm It's very sort of uh, straight, if you like. There's not much going on there. It's pretty boring, in my opinion. But it's very, very, very good for business-related networking and business people talking to business people. How do you use it? Do you use it? Do you like it? Yes, I use it to connect with people. um, And I also use it finding out their skill set without having to be too you know not having to go out there and have conversations with them yet you know you can do your you can do your research you can figure out what kind of person they are from what they've done and who they've worked with before you actually go and meet them 
So ideally, yeah, I, that's just evidence building, you know. And when yeah, you, I can tell you for sure that it's absolutely fantastic for SEO. And uh, please, if you're if we're connected on LinkedIn, please give me an endorsement because I love getting them. Oh, so do I. And, uh, <laughs> <laughs> so that's a great way. It's a great way to build up your cred. You know, mm-hmm. uh, that you can endorse people. You can get endorsed. Mm-hmm. You can use it as a testimonial library if you like. So it's actually it's got quite a lot of really robust features, hasn't it? It has. And, you know, you, you can. the great thing is, is if you, you're part of a company, you can put your company page up, you know, so you can add, you can have sort of like a Facebook thing going on on your company page. So you can, you've got maybe press releases going out or a, a company newsletter or an event. You can feed it into your company page, just like you can if you had a Facebook page or, or, or on Twitter or something. So that that's a nice... And it's on that page, it's a lot more professional. So what about Pinterest? Now, Pinterest, I think, is the bomb. I actually think Pinterest is going to be the next big thing, if it's not already. I mean, it's already got 200 million users. And I want to I share a story with you. Um, because I know fundamentally that any social media site could become a MySpace, mm. dead in the water, I went and got the URL that AussiePinterestGuy.com. Awesome. I went and grabbed this URL. It cost me $11 a year. And now I know that uh, that AussiePinterestGuy.com points to my Pinterest page. Just to let you know that I'm in this system pretty early. Pinterest is the next big thing. And if you want to know anything about it, I'm already in there because there's very few guys on Pinterest. It's growing. Yeah. But when it started and certainly for the first few years, absolutely virtually no males on pinterest because it's all bikinis and pandora bracelets and uh you know hats and cakes and fashion items a very visual it's lovely i mean i love it because it's very visual so i went and got the url that aussie pinterest guy.com of course the the the, my actual account is pinterest.com forward slash keith keller au which is easy to pronounce as well but I know that all social media sites have a shelf life, yeah? yeah. MySpace is gone. Mm-hmm. It's Maybe it'll bubble up and come back again, but it's really, its heyday is gone. Facebook won't last forever. Twitter won't last forever. And Pinterest is one of those ones that if you're not trying it, it's worth trying because it's it's funky it's it's really fun it's visual and it's easy to see why it's popular isn't it well you can the nice thing is you can create boards which are your sort of hobby topics or if you're a business say you're a a bridal business you could have wedding dresses and wedding shoes and accessories and flowers Mm. and all Mm. sorts and then is it popular there Pinterest, yes. It's, I think people, everybody loves the visual thing. It, it talks a, a lot more than what than words do. It yeah. is popular. Uh, I have a Pinterest and I connect my Muscat Where Can I Find and my learning curve into my own Nicola Henderson Pinterest. So I'm sharing how-to videos, podcasting, images of Oman, images of Muscat, images of Abu Dhabi, mm-hmm. uh, hobbies that I have, sort of uh, subjects about food and health everything i like and then of course you can you can share that with other people you can like and love it's not like it's love love what other people uh share and find a whole new world of people that connect and you can you your hobby. things and it's, look it's a, I, I really recommend if people this is going to probably be my theme for the day if you've never tried pinterest 
because it's quite possible that you haven't. You know, not everyone's on it. Uh, if you're already on it, please connect to me, that AussiePinterestGuy.com. Yeah, sure. uh, if, you, if you're not trying it, please try it. Please have a go. Mm. I think this is going to be the next big thing. You know, this is my prediction. Who am I to say this? But, you know, when in six months' time, you know, we'll, we'll know more, I guess. But uh, this is my prediction, that Pinterest is going to really take off in a big way because it's lovely. It's, it's mm. Everyone can relate to it. It's simple to use. It looks great. It has some business connotations, and it's, it's easy to see why it's popular. Mm-hmm. What about YouTube? I mean, YouTube goes without saying, doesn't it? I mean, everyone loves videos. Oh, here's an interesting stat. We chatted in the last podcast about stats. Mm-hmm. 40% of people still prefer to read. That's, you know, that's a probably gone down. Most people get that. They want to read. They want to read on the train. They want to buy a book. They, they want to physically touch the document, and that's how they prefer to learn. But the new big genre, the new big area, is that about 40% of people, when they were asked recently their preferred learning style, said, you know what, I want a two-minute video on YouTube. <laughs> I, haven't, I haven't got time to read a book. I just want a two-minute video that tells me how to do it, and I'm off and running. Yeah, you want I mean, the you tell me you haven't done this yourself. I mean, we're all doing it. <laughs> I haven't got time to buy an ebook on WordPress. I just want a two-minute video on how to do that. Yeah, I get you. Yeah? Yeah. Do all... you do this? Yeah, I do this. If I'm looking for something and if I find a YouTube video about it, I'll go there first. Um, yeah. And then I'll supplement that with reading material around it. Yeah. Or I land so there's, a, there's a couple of things about YouTube. One is YouTube is owned by Google. That's right. So in any given situation, if there's a YouTube video, a blog post, and a podcast if all things are equal youtube sorry google will pick the youtube video because it's part of the family Mm -hmm. that's right if you've got a youtube video on the same subject as a blog topic without a video in it then obviously youtube's going to google's going to say well youtube's you know part of the family we better give them preference it's chances are it's going to be funky anyway so we'll give them that Mm -hmm. and then if there's nothing on youtube then they'll give them blog posts. And mm-hmm. if there's nothing in blog posts, then they'll give you podcasts because Google can't currently read pod- podcasts, which annoys me no end because I, I love podcasting. I know. I know. So uh, the, the stats are 40% of people love to read. So it's still important to do blog posts and it's still important to put out ebooks and write articles because 40% of people do prefer to print it out and read it on the train yeah. or read it over a cup of coffee because you get a deeper learning that way. But the big growing area is that 40% of people love two-minute videos on YouTube about how to, how to set up your Twitter account, how Mm -hmm. to set up links, how to, you know, create a WordPress blog, two minutes. But the interesting thing, which we probably won't talk much about today, is that 20% of people are now starting to identify, you know what, I don't have time for all of that. I want a podcast I can do while I'm working out. Or I want to walk my dog at night. I want to listen to something while I'm walking. Mm-hmm. I've got an hour I'm spending in the car each way each day. I could be learning something. Mm-hmm. Can you put it in an audio book? Yeah. So about 20% of the population are now starting to say, look, we're super busy, mm-hmm. but I'm wasting time on the train, on the plane, in the car, on the bike, uh, and I want to learn at that time do you do you use podcasts in that sort of way while you're commuting or while you're sort of here and there yeah when i'm exercising yes i do um i'll go yeah. i'll go to itunes i'll download my the pods based on whatever i'm interested in at that point 
uh, or what I've been thinking about, and I'll I'll start exercising and just tune in. Um, it's a great way to learn. I, I actually prefer to learn that way. That's actually my preferred learning style. I learn heaps when I'm walking. And then what I do with that is I have my little dictaphone with me. So if a guy says something that's I, it resonates with me straight away, then I'll just put it into my dictaphone. And and then when it's time to work, I'll, I'll go go up, get back on the system and and have a listen to whatever my dictaphone and remember what I was what bits. You know, it's kind of like just taking notes, but I can't take notes when I'm exercising. Yeah. So I just it's just a vocal thing, you know. Yeah, um, I'm really glad that you're charting this out because I'm, a lot of these podcasts are designed towards startup businesses that are wondering, how do you guys do all this stuff? Yeah. And it's not that hard. I mean, it's not that hard. We, we've got the same amount of time that everyone has, but we're just using it. Yeah. You know? When I'm walking, I'm learning. Yeah. When I'm, and I'm stuck on a train, I'm listening to a podcast. Yeah. I'm not sitting there reading a paper. I'm, I'm actually learning maybe listening to the latest Michael Stelzner video or mm-hmm. a Michael Hyatt video or, you know, maybe something you know, that you've done with Stephanie, yeah? Yeah. And, yeah. Or Anne-Marie, mm-hmm. you know. I'm, I'm learning stuff. And that's the best way to keep it moving, isn't it? Exactly. So what about Google Plus? So Google Plus is increasingly becoming very, very, very popular for a couple of reasons. One is, first of all, it's owned by Google. So everyone's persevering with it, even if they hate it. And there's a large group of people that do hate it. I'm one of them. It's hard to use. It's hard to use. Mm. It's my least favorite site based on functionality and funness, Mm -hmm. if that's indeed a word, funness. But its popularity Uh, is in the fact that you get good SEO out of it. That's right. The popularity is in the fact that its functionality is fundamental based on the fact that it's owned by Google. So we've mentioned YouTube being owned by Google. If you can combine a YouTube strategy with a Google Plus strategy, Mm -hmm. your SEO will be off the chart. So what, what Google Plus is very, very good at, and we'll talk about this a little bit at the end, Google Plus is extremely good for traffic in your zone. So if you've got a fish and chip shop or you're a guitar teacher or you've got a cafe, And people have to physically walk to your location or live 10 miles from your house, 10 kilometres from your house, Mm -hmm. then Google Plus is extremely good because it's geolocating. It says, okay, well, here's a a guitar shop in one of the suburbs of Melbourne, and I live in that suburb, and so he mustn't be far away from me. I'm I'm looking to learn guitar, and I want to go somewhere local, so Mm -hmm. I'll go to him Mm -hmm. or her. Mm Whereas, you know, a lot of the other a lot of the other sites aren't based on geolocating, targeting where you live. So Google Plus is extremely good, extremely useful for local businesses that are centralized and you said yourself that you'd love to get much more listens in your local area. What do you call it? The GCC. The GCC, yeah. <laughs> the, the UE the UE of the UAE. Is that the right of the, e, the EU? The EU, the EU of the Middle East. <laughs> Yeah, Google Plus is very, very, very good for local businesses and for businesses that are very focused on SEO and Google juice, you know, being mm-hmm. found. Of course, every business wants Google juice, but some sites are easier to use than others. And, you know, Google Plus is my least favorite site based on functionality. I still use it. I do use it. I yeah. do have a Google Plus account and I do use it. And I've got to get better at it. I've mm-hmm. got to get better at it simply because it's, it's one of those things you've got to do as a business owner. But it's the one that I personally prefer the least. What are your thoughts on it? I still say I'm learning. I'm not, I haven't, you know, I'm still not learning, but I, I still feel like I'm learning and I, 
uh, I still feel it's it's still uncomfortable to use. But I, it's this um, local Google thing here probably doesn't work as well as maybe works in in Australia or in the states where you know you have you have street names. We have main street names, but for example, where I live, the street I live on has no street name. There's no street number. So when I oh, wow. when I give the, when I have to tell the taxi where to come, I've got to say, you know, come off exit 29, take a right, go to the traffic lights, take a left, go straight down the road, and he goes, oh, okay. So the, the the local business thing, although it it it's functional here, but it still has its uh, limitations because not wow. everywhere has a street name yet. You know. Yeah, well, that's very interesting because if we're talking about the GCC and getting you more downloads yeah. and listens in the UAE, mm. then that may not work for you. But yeah. we know that generically Google Plus is a very strong mm. driver of traffic for local business. It's yeah. an extremely strong driver of traffic. So when we come to the end and we talk about what sites to use for what purpose, mm-hmm. that's a big hook yeah. for local businesses. For example, if you do nothing else, you know, just set up a Facebook, oh, sorry, a, just set up a Google Plus account and at least you've got a presence there. Yeah.